Today's show is brought to you by Delicious Obsessions. Real food, real life, and real delicious. Deliciousobsessions.com. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you are enjoying your April and that things are going uh, well in your neck of the woods and the weather has officially turned and your garden is started. It's been a crazy, crazy year. How about it? But I'd like to remind you folks to be sure to check out my upcoming webinar. And it is uh, Homemade Personal Hygiene and Gift Ideas Using Essential Oils. You can find that on uh, treyerwilderness.com. Uh, when you go on the website, it will be right in front of you. And if you don't see it, you can click on webinars and find the information. But I encourage you to join me. Um, it's really important to have a knowledge on natural health and know how to take care of your family, not just in feeding them, but also um, being able to take care of them when they aren't well. Join me. I'd love to share my knowledge with you. But I am blessed today to have a fantastic guest. Um, she and I have been following each other and communicating for quite a long time, and she's a blessing. She shares uh, her materials on my Simple Life Sunday each week. And Rhonda Crank is from The Farmer's Lamp, and she has a wonderful perspective on life and does some really neat things down there. So I would like to introduce you to Rhonda. Rhonda, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Tammy. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. And I love her southern accent. I just love it. She's (laughs) so sweet. (laughs) You know, I don't sound southern to myself until I hear myself recorded. So when I listen to this, I'm going to say, do I really sound like that? (laughs) (laughs) I think you sound awesome. I love it. I love the accent. But I would love to open the floor up to you and let you share your story and how you got started and and what you guys do there. So feel free to just share it all. Okay. Well, um, I'm one of those blessed people. Um, Hope I don't cry because I'm an emotional person. (laughs) Um, I was born um, to a farming family. And um, my grandparents, my grandmother is three-quarters American Indian, and my grandfather um, was full-blood Indian. And um, so they were poor. And on my father's side, they were um, Celtics, and so they were poor. So farming is is what they did. It's how they um, lived and provided for their families. And um, my grandparents taught me, I would say, 99.7% of everything I know about farming or gardening. And, of course, they learned it from their parents. And so I'm very blessed that it's it's not something I do. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I can't, um, I, I just can't even imagine 
not doing that or not being that, you know. So um, I'm very blessed that way. Um, when I was about 12, um, I grew up practically in my grandparents' house and right next door to them, and I was really blessed with that. They're wonderful. If you, can, if you can't tell, if you read my posts, they have a great influence on my life. Yes. And um, they taught me about God. And they taught me that He loves me and um, taught me how to love Him. So I'm, I'm very blessed to have had them in my life. And um, when I was about 12, my mother remarried and to the man I call my dad. I don't have any other dad. Mm-hmm. And um, we moved about 12 miles north of my grandparents to a 110-acre farm, and that's where I finished growing up. And, of course, I moved away like all kids do, but wherever I went, uh, we had animals in a garden, except a few times we just had a garden. We weren't able to have animals, but... Um, those were very miserable times, but um, I raised my kids with it. Uh, we had a, got a farm in mostly in Mississippi. My husband um, is an evangelist, so we kind of moved around. Um, we've been in Ohio. We've been in um, Mississippi, Georgia, and then my parents got sick, and so we moved back home. And so we're, we took over the farm, and we're trying to get it back up and running properly the way we want it to be, Um, but my mom is terminally ill, Mm -hmm. so um, we had to let the cows and the goats and the pigs go because they require a lot of time. You know, they have to have certain milking schedules, and they like attention, or at least I like to give them attention, so (laughs) uh, right now we are without um, cows and goats and pigs, which is, is kind of... It's weird for us, you know, but it's where we are right now. And until our family gets past this time, um, you know, then we can dedicate more time to the farm and getting things like, you know, we want them to be. But that's just part of life. You just kind of, you know, say this is where I am and this is what I'm dealing with and I may not like it, but this is this is what is reality and you know god dwells in truth and in reality so um i i just have had to embrace that you know and and at first it was hard you know not getting things um i wanted all the fences repaired i wanted you know all the trees cleared off i wanted you know i wanted to keep the goats i wanted the milk i want all those things but you know there's just people are more important and um my parents need more of my time right now, so yeah. it was it was just a thing to do. So, but that's okay, you know. Yeah. The Lord will bless me and give back my Galloways and my yeah. black cogs and my red models <laughs> and my Nubians, and I'm happy, happy, happy. <laughs> yep, and you know but what? I, I'm not without my chickens now. I can't be without my chickens. I can hear them in the background, and that is so classic. That just makes it sound so authentic. I heard the rooster. That's ours. Does that all day long too? So it's just funny. But but you know what? You will be so thankful too that you took the time. And spend it with your parents, you know, now, you know, it's, it, and, and yeah. it's, it's always in God's timing. So, you know, he always has a purpose oh, so funny. and a plan. <laughs> that is so funny you say that. Are you there? I'm yep. sorry. Oh, you're all, it's all good. Uh, well, the wind is blowing real hard and the phone actually blew off. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, but it's 82 and sunshiny, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> but we, we're always talking about. God's timing in our life. My husband and I are always talking yeah. about, and and my oldest son is getting married yeah, in nice. December, and he's been talking about, um, you know, the timing of God and how glad he is he waited. So that's a, the timing of God, whether we realize it or not, is just is part of our existence and you know the reality that we dwell in and 
So anyway, that's how most, I got started. I've just always done it. I was born. <laughs> yep, yep. And you're so true, most definitely, uh, with what you just said. We are two, you know, really big believers in that. You know, it's a matter of having faith in the unseen and trusting and just knowing that, you know, there's a plan and, you know, maybe things aren't pleasant right now, but they will certainly be better than you could have ever imagined later. So, you know, it's just a matter of just, you know, persevering and moving forward. (laughs) Yes. Um, I guess um, on our farm, we are organic, non-GMO in what we feed our bodies and what we feed our animals because we are what our animals eat, you know. And um, the reason we got started with that, I'll I'll try to be brief. You probably have to cut this down to like two shows or whatever. No, that's okay. (laughs) Share away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I was diagnosed in 94 with, um, or 95, somewhere. I was a nurse for 21 years. Wow, okay. And, um... I had to get away from that because I just, the more I learned about health care and our bodies, I could no longer do what they were asking me to do, not in good conscience. Yeah. And um, Mm -hmm. that's, I just had had to retire, you know, I was just, I had, but anyway, I was very sick. I was diagnosed with, um, I've had 15 diseases removed from my body. That's the shortest way to do it. Wow. In, In the last seven years, 10 years, in the last 10 years. Wow. Um, I remember very clearly it was in 06, and the Lord started telling me, directing me to get off of my medications. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was on seven different medications, anything from anti-inflammatories to tablets to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And um, I had osteoarthritis, fibromyalgia, uh, migraines, seizures, wow. um, lacto- just all the way down to toenail fungus. I mean, we wow. laugh, but those are infirmities in our bodies. Yep. And um, I had a miraculous healing from cancer. Um, oh. The Lord touched me and healed me. I mean, that was, um, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, well, but there was, there was no drugs. There was no, the Lord touched wow. me and healed me. That's awesome. And um, that's, uh, um, I woke up from a surgery. I'll just be real, real, oh, no. real quick about it. I woke up from the first surgery, and um, the doctor had already told me, you know, there's black drainage. It's not good. And you know that. And I said, yes, mm-hmm. I, I know that. So we were expecting the result, but she said the tissue was really strange, and it was dead. I don't know how it was draining. Oh. But when I woke up from the re- in the recovery room, um, the, Jesus was standing beside me, and he had his hand in my belly and his hand between my breasts, and the, my breast was the surgery I had. Okay. And um, I, my first conscious thought was, why does Jesus have his hand in my tummy? And, you know, I was <laughs> asking the nurse, and she, she didn't know who, who Jesus was. And she was telling my family, so my family got to share with her um, oh. a little bit. Cool. She would receive, she wouldn't receive much, but she, you know, she received some. And, and um, then about seven months later, I started hemorrhaging. Oh. And my my doctor that I had worked with in the hospital, she is a little piece of nothing, four foot five, maybe weigh a hundred pounds wet. Wow. Her name was Rhonda, oh. and she was a Christian, and um, she did a, uh, an ultrasound, and she said, you're full of tumors, darling. And that runs in my family. Colon wow. and breast cancer runs in my family. Okay. So, um, you know, we're, we're so simple. We, we forget. We, you know, we just we just forget the blessings. And yeah. I had forgotten all about that experience huh. with the Lord having his hand in my tummy. So we went in to do the surgery, and I woke up with a catheter, which I wasn't supposed to have, and she said, um, 
your uterus was so swollen with all those tumors, I had to put a catheter in. I had to remove your bladder to, to get your uterus out. And and um, she said they were really bad. And she said, I, but I cut them open, and she said they were all dead. And immediately, huh. the Holy Spirit reminded me huh. of that time. And I told her. And, of course, we just had a little shot fit there in the right. hospital <laughs> room, you know. Right. And um, she said, I'm going to send them off anyway. She said, but they're all dead. Wow. So I was so thankful. And from there, you know, the Lord is so good. He leads us little by little. He doesn't expect us to be today where we're going to be in five years or, right. you know, you yeah. know, he's just so good and patient with us. And so little by little, he began to teach us that what we were eating yeah. was the problem. Wow. And, and we just slowly discovered GMOs. Um, and once we eliminated GMOs from our diet... And all processed foods, yeah. we our bodies just began to drop things and heal things. And besides yes. the weight, you know, the the prediabetes that my family is predisposition to, you yeah. know, um, is, is is was gone. I mean, I'm I'm fixing to be 50 years old, and I went to I had a horse accident several years ago. A Persian bucked me off, and wow. that's a story we won't go into, but <laughs> I had to go see a chiropractor a few months ago because I slipped on the ice, and my hips were hurting me. Yeah. And so I go in, and he's like, well, what? who's your primary doctor? I said, I don't have one. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, who takes care of you? And I said, I don't, use, I don't need a doctor. I'm fine. <laughs> and he said, well, what medicines do you take? And I said, none. none. And he said, but your family history. And I said, yeah, I know. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that's how we got into realizing, yeah. you know, we don't snack. We don't have any snacks. Yeah. And that's just not that we're hungry and we're just saying we're not having snacks. We Once you start feeding your body, yeah. your body just doesn't need those things. Right, right. And, it, and it's just, a, yeah, yeah, it's just an awesome, awesome thing. We were talking before the show about barefooted. And, yes. And um, <laughs> I'm writing an article for Countryside Magazine. I contribute to them pretty regularly. I've missed one issue in the last six months, and that was my bad. I missed the deadline. It was December the 15th, and I thought it was the uh, 28th. And okay. I missed. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. But I'm writing one on grounding. And one of the things I I just can't explain, I know there's science behind it, but... Yeah. I have to be. I have to get barefoot in the dirt. And this past week, we've been flooded here. Y'all have had snow and ice, and we've had rain. Yes. And um, we we had no winter, so we have huge mosquitoes. The oh, wow. never went away. <laughs> you know. So, but I got to get barefooted in the dirt, and my husband just laughs at me. You know, I just. But it's called grounding. And yes. The electrical current in the earth. I mean, we're made from dirt. Yes. You know, I don't care what anybody else says. That's yep. where we came from. So yep. there's a connection there. Yep. Yep. And Put and my I, hands in that dirt, yes. and it's just life. It's you know? utopia. And, I love it. <laughs> yeah, really, you know, and I had a really bad headache because, you know, I, I started my spring cleanse. We do a juice cleanse every spring and every fall, and I was feeling really crummy, and I had a bad headache, and I got out there, and I told my husband, I said, I almost just quit and said, I can't, I just can't. <laughs> can't. There I go again. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I said... I'm just going to stay. I'm just going to push past this and do it. And the more I planted and the more I was planting potatoes, and they're nice. two weeks, three weeks late for us here, but it was just too right. wet. Yeah. And it just I just before long, I was humming and singing, and then I caught myself. I was like, 
hey, my headache's gone, you know, so, and there was microbes in the soil that yep. keep us from being depressed, and, you yep. know, it's just all kinds of awesome things. Oh, you know it. know about it, so. You know it. I anyway, love but, being in my garden barefooted. I did that last year with my son, and we had such a good time. There is just, there, it's, it's just an overall good feeling, and just being outside is like that for me, but there is definitely something to be said about grounding like that, and just, you know, having your hands in the soil, and your feet in the soil, and just planting things that you know are going to grow it's just such it is an amazing feeling and i love it that's really awesome i'm gonna have to check out your article oh okay good (laughs) i appreciate that (laughs) you inspired some other thoughts also but i'm going to take a short break right now to hear some words from our sponsors and then i will be right back and, and wanted to mention a couple things with you so everybody just stay tuned The new Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the new Pioneer Magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman Magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package, look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter's not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit betterbatter.org. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine, encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. Okay, we are back, and we are speaking with Rhonda Crank from thefarmerslamp.com, and we are having an awesome conversation on all kinds of things, and one of the things you said before we took break, Rhonda, you were talking about your health, and I actually had Jen Sharpen on um, a couple weeks ago from theeasyhomestead.com, and she had lost her mom at age 50 to cancer, and that's what you know opened her eyes you know, to starting to have a healthier um, lifestyle, food-wise, and and all over. You know, she she and I, you know, do essential oils and and varying other natural health things and all. But it's amazing how our, you know, she and I were talking real in depth about it too. How our food plays such a role in in our life, in our lives, not just our well-being, but you know, our the things that we um, incur because of it, like cancer and. You know, I think that's just amazing how that uh, transpired with your cancer. I have another friend who has a brain tumor right now. It it returned, but she had one in 2009 that they had operated and removed a piece of it, and they had to go back in to remove the other piece. And when they did the uh, scan the day before her surgery, it was gone. So it's just... Praise the Lord, that's wonderful. I know, it's just amazing. So I do truly believe what you're saying, and it's just, it's awesome how God, you know, puts his hand on us and... and, and Jen and I were talking too, you know, everything that we need 
to survive is here on the planet. God placed things here for us for a reason. There's frankincense, there's myrrh, there's, you know, so many things that are right in front of us that, you know, because our country has progressed and culture has progressed, you know, you don't utilize anymore because now there's modern medicine, but modern medicine is toxic, you know, so, so to be able to take care of ourselves is part of our plan and, and Jen's plan, and I'm sure it's part of your plan based on what you're saying. It's just being healthier to eliminate all those, you know, over-the-counter and uh, prescription drugs from our lives makes such a, a difference. And the health that we gain just from eating whole foods versus, you know, processed foods is just incredible. Our family is feeling so much better. One of my husband's favorite things is ranch dressing. He loves craft ranch dressing. And it has MSG in it, which absolutely kills me. I, and I can't eat anything that's processed anymore. I, I get instant migraines and just don't feel well. And he actually said this week that he's not going to use that anymore, that he, he's starting to realize he's not feeling good on it either. So I've been... I'll make my own. I'll have to send you that recipe. I would love it. I've been making... I started making my own with the goat's milk. I've been making uh, kefir and using the kefir to make the dressing but I, I'm I'm a re- recipe oh, fanatic so and, and addicted to recipes so I would love to try your recipe absolutely <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Jen I just I, I just love her and I'm so excited for her family the things that the doors that have opened for them for their homestead I know. and you know, the things the Lord's teaching it's so wonderful and I'll tell you um, I've, I've been blogging since 2011 but I started out as positively thoughtful, just because I wanted to share the, the, the things I was thinking about. Yeah. And uh, the more, you know, you work through things and you decide, well, this this is what I want to share about. So it kind of turned into a farming thing. And then <laughs> I was um, hooked up with, um, not hooked up with, but I was following the Prairie Homestead and I was liking yep. some things she was doing. And so I took a course and I took another couple of things and I thought, you know, I, I think I can... I think I could probably do that, make, maybe make some money, you know. Yeah. And so I've only been to Farmer's Lamp since, uh, since I think, September, the end of September, May 1st of October, somewhere in there. Okay. And I get so discouraged because, you know, I'm not, I've only made like, you know, $50 the whole time, you know. Right. So, uh, I've got, you know, it's, and then I realize, it, you know, it, it takes time. you got to build your audience and you got to, you know, build these things. And I was feeling really stressed. Um, around the first of the year, and Angie at Snyder's Peaks, I tell you, yep. I love that woman. Yeah, she's, she's a sweetheart. I love her too. <laughs> and, and she wrote an article about saying, I can't quote the title of it, Angie, I'm sorry, um, saying no to say yes. Yes. And she just put into words everything I was feeling. Yes. And that just took such a load off of me. And since then, I've just been having fun. And I was pushing myself to do you know, two or three articles a week and running the farm and with my parents and then just our home, yes. you know, I, there just wasn't time. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to do one a week. Yep. And then I can't even remember how it happened. Now I started <laughs> writing for Backyard Poultry. I think I contacted them and asked them to write for them. Okay. And um, I was writing for Grit, but I had my, you know, my mom, it just takes so much time with my mom being sure. sick. So I had to, I had to let that one go. Um, but I do write for Countryside, and yes. I'm just a contributor. I'm not a not an employee okay. yet, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see. And, uh, and they're starting to blog up next month, and they asked me to write for them. So, nice. uh, And then Sharon at Simply Canning, I don't even know how she knew I was on the planet. But <laughs> she, 
asked me to write, you know, to, to contribute to her once a month. So I've, I'm doing that, and I'm just so excited about the doors that have opened. And, you know, Mom says, are you making any money yet? And I'm like, no, not yet, but, you know, i just got to get my name out there. But I'm having fun, and I'm enjoying it. And yes. and the response, you know, sometimes I get my feelings hurt because people will say something really ugly, and then I'm like, did you even read the whole article? You know what? Right, right. <laughs> but you just got to let that go. Oh, for know, sure. And there's all and kinds out there, and you just yes, and yeah. and that's just yeah. their makeup, and I, I just feel sad for those that need to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, you just need to let that go and keep doing what you're doing because you've certainly got a lot of great materials out there, and that's awesome that you're able to write for all those people. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I'm having such a good time, and, it, and it's so wonderful because with them, you you um, with countryside with countryside and baker poultry. Once they publish your article, you can put it on your website. Oh, that's so nice. that cuts my personal writing in yeah. half, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I'm still writing the same amount, but right. it just it just feels like mentally it takes a little load off, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know what? People don't realize what goes on behind the scenes of all of our websites. You know, uh, hours, and hours, oh no yes, idea. oh yes, and that we're also you know just like them and still have responsibilities, work responsibilities, and running our homesteads. You know, so it's just it's, but we're all in this for the same reason. We are all very passionate about what we do, and we're all very passionate about educating and sharing what we do. And I love that you did the positive thoughts because mine is positively encouraging, and that is something that I still do. I contribute devotionals to a couple sites and absolutely love doing that because that's also part of my my makeup too. But it's just funny how things transpire and how, how they morph and manifest into other things. But you know, it's awesome being able to get your name out there and, and to be able to reach people like that. I'm very blessed, too, to be able to write for the magazines that I do, and they're just so wonderful to work with, and it's just amazing the people that we reach and the correspondence that we get. So it's just, that's a blessing, and, you know, sometimes the money, we need the money to live, but the rewards sometimes come from knowing that we're reaching people, inspiring people, and even, you know, instilling faith and hope in, in others, and that's that that's, yeah. does my heart good, you know, and I'm sure it does yours. <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 my goal. You yeah. know, I, my, I tell you, last month I had the, the 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 best compliment ever anybody could have ever given me. My goal is just to share with people. I don't care if they disagree with me. That's fine. Yep. I just. Just as long as you have the information and you're making an informed decision. It's right. not just, a, well, this is what I think kind of thing. You know, just as long as you know that you've made the best decision for you. I don't care if you disagree with me or not. It doesn't matter right. to me. Right. You know, I just want you to have the information. But I want them to feel like they're part of a family. You know, yep. I want my readers to... To feel like when they when they come to the blog or they they're on Facebook or or Google or wherever they find me at that that they've had a cup of coffee with a friend yeah. and we've just had a conversation you know and yep. and one of the readers I'm just gonna probably gonna cry bless bless her heart <laughs> I won't even tell her name but she sent me an email and it wasn't a uh, it was a, it was a private email she used my contact me page to tell me that she had just spent two hours on the blog (laughs) and or an hour or something like that anyway and that she just felt like she had been sitting with a friend having a cup of coffee talking about (laughs) chickens and I I told I wrote her back and I said that's the best thing that's my goal you put the word she put the words out there that I've been thinking you know and it and so I just that's just the best 
thing in the world that she could have ever said to me. She has no idea how much that encouraged me. Oh, yeah. Their uh, feedback is so important. And sometimes even the negative feedback is okay, too, because it empowers us to make changes. But the the feedback is just so important. It, it, It empowers our souls. And just and just the gratification or even the confirmation that we are doing what we are supposed to be doing and that we are reaching people and that and that we're making that connection with people because like I said to Jen, so many people are out there they don't know where our food comes from they don't know they don't know how to raise animals they don't know how to do what we do but they want to you know and to be that source and even just to to have that connection with somebody you know is is important not just for us but for them and it's it's a very, it's a very um, heartfelt job that we do, and I and I I love what I do, and I know I can just I can see it in your writing, I can see it in your in, in hear it in what you're saying, and it's just awesome. It's so, it's it's just a good thing that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yes, I agree. I very much agree. <laughs> and I. And I have to share this today. On um, Rhonda's sidebar, it says that she loves going barefoot in the garden, like she mentioned, but she loves naming her chickens. And I have to mention that because we have friends that are always making fun of me because I name everything. <laughs> oh, my. We, we have a rule on, our, on the farm that I grew up with. This is the rule at my grandparents' house. If... It's going to be eaten if you know that it's going to be eaten. Nothing's happening. You have to call something, you know. Right. But if if it's if it's born and its purpose is that it's going to be food, do not give it a name <laughs> unless it's supper, soup, dinner. You know, something to remind yourself not to get attached to that animal. And right. my first experience with butchering. I was about nine years old, and my grandmother, I had these ducks named Whittle and Waddle, <laughs> and they had babies, and I would go outside and holler, feed, and boy, here they would come, you know, and, <laughs> and one day my grandmother said, go in the house, and don't look out the windows. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm nine years old. What, is that? what are you going to do? You're going to go in the house and, and look, look out, out the, window. the windows. So I went right in the house and went right to the window, and they were killing my ducklings. Oh. I, and I... I mean, that wasn't my first experience. I, we had butchered hogs and right. calves and things, but they weren't mine, you right. know. Right. And, and uh, I was just devastated, and um, I went out, you know, and she, of course, got on to me, as <laughs> Granny does, did. <laughs> you know, she was great about that. But I, for I, would, I didn't eat anything, I didn't eat chicken, nothing that I thought could be one of my ducks. Right. And so one day she said, okay this is the last one you can start eating again and I went to the freezer and I checked ah. and it was the last one <laughs> <laughs> after that I was free to after that I was free to eat again oh. but I do name they're, you know like some of my Rhode Island Reds they're just kind of they're just Rhode Island Reds you right. know some right. of my Sussexes they're just they're just Sussexes but there are a few that like Mammy she's the biggest black Australorp that I have ever had <laughs> she's Mammy you know and yep. the one <laughs> Black Osport rooster I kept is Sambo, and uh, I did give Scruffy a name. She's another black Osterlort, but she's just kind of wiry looking, and, you know, she's sitting now. Mammy's, Mammy's supposed to hatch Easter. That's when her first possible hatching date is. Wouldn't that be cool to have oh, these yes. little Easter chicks? Yes, know? that'd be so cool. <laughs> and then my Rhode Island red rooster um, is red, nice. and then the biggest... Um, Rhode Island red hen I have is Rosie, but she likes to be petted. And I tell you, that Rhode Island rooster, 
I thought my Sussex rooster was sweet. This guy wants you to pick him up. He wants to talk to you. They can be on the roost, and he can hear my feet in the leaves when yep. I'm going to shut the coop door, and he will get up. I'm like, really? And then there's Ella. We had a contest on my, in my newsletter for Ella. I kept hearing this, this singing at night when I'd go to shut the doors. Yeah. And I thought, it was, I thought it was a bird up in the eve of the coop or something. Yeah. And so one day, I was, and it was just a trilling, and I looked around, and I looked around, and I said, a bird has built a nest in their litter under their roost. Huh? So I'm going in, and I'm looking, and got my flashlight out, and it is Ella. Oh. And she's just a singing. I've never had a hen sing. I like a songbird now singing. Oh, oh my word. And so we had a contest. I asked on my newsletter, I wanted to name her Ella, after Ella Fitzgerald, yeah. or um, Rosemary, after Rosemary Clooney. Right. Because they were my two favorite, you know, old singers. I just love that kind of music. So, nice. Um, Ella won. <laughs> so her name is Ella, and she has decided she wants to get on my back, and she rides on my shoulder, and she just sings. Oh, my word. And, and so she's just <laughs> she's just great, you know. She's just awesome. So anyway, we, That's so cool. we deal with predators here a lot. So yeah. I, hate, I would hate for something to happen to her, but, you know. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's another article I'm writing is, can you really predator-proof your... your um, your farm, and you yeah, know? and, and yeah. of course that's that's relative to where you are in the city, oh, yeah. sure. Oh yeah, know, in a suburban area, sure, but out here, no way. Yeah, yeah. Our you, chicken you can do the coop best is you can, but yeah, our chicken coop is fully enclosed, and we have not free ranged anything out here because we have wolves coming in like fifty yards from the house. But we did. Oh, yeah, it's pretty crazy out here. The wolf population is pretty high. But we decided to free-range our chickens a couple weeks ago, and they are doing awesome. And it's so neat. I just love seeing my chickens walking through my yard. And it, it's just it's fun. But you, it, it, is, it is definitely area-specific, and um, it's, it is definitely a challenge. It's something that you have to be on the ball and on guard for all the time because we have, we have owls, we have eagles, we have hawks, as well as, you know, wolves and coyotes. And, and then you have the smaller varmints that get in. You know, we have uh, weasels that have gone in the coop already. We lost one chicken to the weasels even, so... You know, so yeah, it's it's a task. That's a good article. That's a really good article. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have weasels, or, or we don't have wolves anymore here. We have coyote. I have a coyote pack, and yeah, about about a month ago, my my female blue pit bull was just coming out of season, and they were they were so close to me, it made the hair on the back of my neck stand up one yes. night when I went to shut the chicken coop, and I was like, I thought. They're going to call her out and kill her. Oh, no. So I was running around doing the chores and wow. <laughs> trying yeah. to get everybody back in. And they pop, they wouldn't have come up on me because of, of my of my dogs. But right. it's just the idea that they were so close. They could see me. I couldn't see them, but I knew they could see me, you know. Yeah, that's creepy. So, it is a yeah. creepy feeling. And I totally understand what you're saying with the hair on the back of your neck standing up. I've experienced that already, too. And that's just. I can't imagine a wolf, though. That's just. They're, they're beautiful and scary. and Yeah. And they're yeah. big out here. They're really big and they're crossbred wolves. So they're just, they're, they're eating machines. And it's pretty, it can be pretty scary. So even when we're out hunting, we're packing. You know, like if I'm archery hunting, I'm actually packing a 44 just to make sure I'm safe. You know, so it's you know you got to be careful. But it's but it's it's there's always something no matter where you are that could be predator. You know, considered a predator. So it's always a, always a challenge. But we're actually running out of time today, Rhonda. But this was so much fun. <laughs> this is. <laughs> 
But this was so much fun, and I want to thank you again so much for joining me. This has been so sweet, and it's been so great to hear your voice since we've been typing so long together. It's so nice to put a voice with it. I know. I've heard your voice because I listen to your show, so I I knew what you sounded like, but it's just different when you're talking to me. Yes, well, this is awesome. I really enjoyed it, and I would love to give you the floor one last time to just give the audience some encouraging words on how to live the simple life, and what, what would you encourage them? Well, I would plug my article that's in Countryside Magazine this month because that's what it's about. Okay. Um, the truth about farmsteading is what the name of the article is. Awesome. And I had seven tips in there, so I don't have that much time. But I would say if, if, it's, if you're not doing it now, just, just start somewhere. Yep. Just if it's, if it's a tomato in a pot, if, it's, if you've got the place to have uh, two chickens, just start somewhere. And don't be afraid to fail. If we don't fail, we don't learn. Uh, You know, you can read all the books you want to read, but until your hands are doing it, it it just doesn't, it's just not the same. You know, head knowledge just isn't the same. So don't be afraid to try it and fail and ask questions. Ask questions and find somebody you can identify with, especially somebody locally, if you can have a local farmer that can help you, because most of us want to help people, you know, so... Yep. If you could find a local farmer that you could work with and learn from, that would be really awesome. Absolutely. I guess that would be my, my top my top lesson. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. And that and an amen to that because that is have you have my audience I can say to them, have you heard that before? That is just such great advice and just doing it, you know, so many people are just afraid to dive in and just and asking questions doesn't make you look any less of a person, it makes you know you bold because you're willing to ask. So that's just such great advice. So thank you very yeah. much for that, Rhonda. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but I, my, I, do I have time for one more story? Sure. Okay. My grandfather, when I was a little girl, I asked a lot of questions, and I, you know, my teachers at school would say, "Be quiet, you ask too many questions." And my friends would say, "Oh, why are you asking those questions?" And I was real upset about it one day. My grandfather said, "Rhonda Lynn." He always used my first and middle name. I never knew when I was in trouble. With him. I never was in trouble with Papa, but anyway, he loved me. Um, anyway, um, he said, "Rhonda Lynn, there's no such thing as a stupid question except for the one you already know the answer to." Yep. And that really helped me. And so, you know, if you don't know, ask. Yeah. You know, I still ask. My goodness. Yes. A, a farmer or a homesteader, whatever you call yourself, you never get to the place where you know it all. No it's way. Never. There's, never, never. I am learning something, learning. multiple things every day. And I want to because I've always said when I stop learning, I'll be six feet under because I want to learn. I want to know. Yeah. I want I want to be able to do these things. I want to do them myself. So... And and I screw up, but I don't stop. I keep going till I perfect it. And that's just this herbs and essential oils are the things that I'm working on learning now. Yeah. So you will love I'm it. I'm excited for your webinars and stuff. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You will love it. Yes, I've done several. So you, you folks can go out to my website at trayerwilderness.com and click on webinars. We started doing those in December. We do one a month, and they, we've had amazing turnouts and just a lot of fun and. And there's so much to learn with that type of stuff, anything, but especially with the natural health, there is just so much to learn. It's just amazing, and it blows me away how God designed everything. So that you will definitely enjoy that a lot. But Oh, I thank you. I thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here on your show. I appreciate it so much. It has much. been a pleasure, and it's been so much fun. I enjoyed so much talking to you, and, and thank you again. Even if you didn't record me, I would have wanted to talk to you anyway. We just would have talked longer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, sweetie. You have a good weekend. 
Thank you. You too. And everyone, thank you so much for joining me. And you guys, till next show, you guys take care and God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you. 